Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. Thank you for uh, tuning in. Do we call it tuning in in a podcast? I don't think we do, but we don't have another word, so I'm going to just go with it. <laughs> um, listening, I guess, is what we, is what we should say. Thank you for listening. Um, so I, you may have noticed that I was away from my podcast feed here for a little bit. Uh, apologies for not warning you about that. I thought I was going to be able to uh, get this particular episode recorded. Um, it's not so much about the recording of the podcast as the song. I really thought, oh, I, before I go out of town, I'm going to learn real quick this song and it's going to go great. And then I'll just snap up a podcast episode and it'll be, just be like, bing, bing, bing. Uh, and you know, when you're learning a new instrument, <laughs> you can't really expect to like, you know, it just takes a little bit longer to do some things that, that are easier on a more familiar uh, instrument. So I was uh, wrong. So I did not warn you. So I hope that you are, you did not miss me terribly. Uh, Actually, if you did miss me terribly, that would be very nice. I don't think most people noticed. So <laughs> um, anyway, here I am. Thank you again for uh, listening. And um, today's blog is inspired by going to see a movie. Uh, and it is called Be Quiet. You're Disturbing the Movie. They were doing a screening of Roma in my neighborhood, so I went. The theater was dotted with audience members, so everyone sort of had a little bubble of space for themselves. About two rows behind me sat two elderly Latino men. They were possibly the only Latinx people in the place. Once the movie began, they spoke to each other in Spanish. In a movie that is so much about atmosphere, their voices added to the experience. I was only sorry that my Spanish is not good enough to eavesdrop a little. <laughs> but some guy on the other side of their row was not happy about their conversation. He shouted at them to be quiet. His shouting was very jarring. And he did it again about 10 minutes later. He was really mad about those old guys talking. The third time, he shouted, Be quiet! You're disturbing the movie! which was ironic because, to my mind, it was him who was disturbing the movie. Also, it's a movie. It doesn't care what happens out in the audience. I think you mean the movie-going experience. I turned around to glare at him, and of course, he was a white guy. He was a white guy who was convinced he was being a white guy hero. However, I'm a white lady, so I used my disapproving white lady glare to hopefully disabuse him of that position. I don't know if it worked or if it didn't work. He shut up after that. If it was my glare, I wish I'd used it sooner. And I don't know if I ought to have said something to the shouter who was disturbing the movie by declaring the movie disturbed. I somehow didn't feel like more white people shouting would help the situation. But I did find it ironic that this white guy had decided to come to this movie about a working-class Latina and did not want his experience disturbed by actual, I'm assuming, working-class Latinos in the theater. 
It felt a little bit like all the folks who love tacos and nachos and celebrate Cinco de Mayo but are fine with separating Latinx children from their parents at the border. It's all of a piece, it feels to me. It is a control of the space, any space. This attempt to keep spaces like theaters and movie houses quiet and in control is an attempt to exclude, to state who is welcome and who is not. The attempt to dictate how we experience culture is generally classist, if not explicitly racist. I'm thinking of that story I just heard on This American Life about a group of kids going to see a movie on a field trip and getting kicked out of the theater because they had a visceral response to what they were seeing and no context for it. And the racism that they encountered on their way to their seats didn't help either. I'm particularly sensitive to this because of my previous work as an arts educator, wherein it was my job to prepare students for whatever they were about to see in a theater or on a screen. Performers loved our audiences because they were vocal and responsive. But if they were ever mixed in with a general audience, the general audience became a problem. It's almost as if we ought to have been leading workshops for the adults in how to be less classist, racist, or uptight before we let them watch a show with a bunch of kids. Watching shows with bunches of kids is great. People should pay extra to do it. The kids generally just need a little context and a heads up about stuff that's going to be new for them. Adults usually need far-reaching lessons in cultural imperialism. In the end, back at Roma, I was more interested in what the two old guys thought of the movie than the movie itself. That's another post coming soon. And I definitely hoped to never have to see, or more importantly hear, Mr. White Savior again, especially at the movies. He very definitely disturbed that movie for me. So the next post that's coming up is also about Roma. This is not really about Roma. It's about the experience of seeing Roma. Uh, and the next blog podcast that's coming out is my response to the actual movie. It feels like they were like two parallel experiences. Um, anyway, yeah, so that's coming. Look out for that. Uh, I'm working on the song for that now. Um, and yeah, people seem to like this one and also the subsequent Roma one. I guess, you know, the thing is, here's the thing. I am a theater person and mostly, you know, theater ends up being the thing that I, uh, I'm obsessed with, look at, examine, but really, you know, not that many people see it or they haven't seen the show that I'm talking about, or it's just like. It, I'm reminded again just how niche theater is because, I mean, the, I think part of the reason that this post and the, and the next one about Roma were actually, you know, popular-ish for me <laughs> is that people saw Roma, right? Like it was around the world. It was a movie that people saw or at least know about. And movies are things that people, um, you know, share, can share in large numbers, whereas people share theater in the room together, but it's not so, it's not so easy to like have a mass response to, to something in the small intimate space that is theater, which is partly why I love it, but it is sometimes heartbreaking to realize. 
<laughs> that it is never going to be uh, I don't know it's it's not gonna it's not gonna rise above the niche anytime soon I don't think um, so yeah uh, the song here is uh, Voices Carry by Till Tuesday um, and yeah it took me a little longer to learn it than I thought it would um, I'm you know. Uh, like the chords are not complicated chords. It's just like, I don't know ukulele chords. So just to be like, what's a G again? It makes it, uh, makes it trickier. Whereas like if it were on guitar, I'd just be like, oh yeah, yeah, sure. No problem. E minor G, blah, blah, blah. But on a ukulele, it just kind of takes me a minute to get like, uh, comfortable is I guess what it is or just to like teach my fingers to remember to go to the places they need to go to make the sounds uh, but yeah so he, Voices Carry um, which kind of was a bummer to to like work on not not because it's not a good song I think it actually is a good song but it's um, it's weird to like sing from the perspective of the victim of, of something and I feel like it, every time I worked on it, I just started to feel really depressed. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's it. it I I I am. Um, I I got through that phase. I think once I had like locked into what the chords were and and how to how to get through it. But like when I was first messing around with it, I just was like, oh man, this poor woman. <laughs> ah, I. Even, you know, even when I was an actor, I didn't play a lot of victims, and I, I'm very grateful for that <laughs> because it's um, it's rough. Uh, not not that we know that anything particularly bad happens to the singer in this song, but I feel like I feel like we all know where it's going. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so it seemed appropriate because it is about. Uh, some man telling a lady to be quiet. In this case, in the movies, it was a man telling other men to be quiet, but same diff as far as I'm concerned. Uh, yeah, so this is on the ukulele. And um, before I play it for you, uh, just to uh, remind you, if you feel like sharing the podcast, that's awesome. If you want to support the podcast financially, there's Patreon, there's PayPal, there's Ko-fi. All those links are in the show notes. Uh, the Lullaby album, which is from, you know, last year, just it got moved from one platform to another. So it was on Reverb Nation and now it's on CD Baby. Um, so if you're hearing this like right now, it's possible that there may be a gap. So if you're like on Spotify or iTunes or Deezer or whatever, there's been a takedown notice at Reverb Nation and the one from CD Baby has probably not yet been uh, implemented. So um, if you're looking for the lullabies, they will be back. Um, I had to switch over because Reverb Nation charges 50 bucks a year to keep their, keep your songs on there. Um, like on all the digital platforms you know, music is a racket. <laughs> anyway, that's all another story. But if you feel like, uh, you want to, uh, support in any way, it's very welcome. And even just like going to listen to stuff. I mean, you know, at least get a scent from Spotify when you listen to a song, which is nice. It's nice. Uh, in a year of having the, those lullabies up, I made $14. Uh, 
And most of those dollars came from a an album sale on iTunes. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but but still, 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 still. Anyway, thank you for any support. All your support, just listening, is really, really uh, meaningful, and I am grateful for it. And so, without further ado, I give to you Voices Carry. In the dark, I like to read his mind. But I'm frightened of the things I might find. Oh, there must be something he's thinking of to tear him away. Voices care. 